0: party to you. tonight. I was way off. Hold on to your butts. What's up heroes and welcome to the Stephen Corson show where we discuss financial strategies, habits, and mindset to get you to your first 100K and then get you to your first million, all in the pursuit of true wealth and modern freedom. Working from home can be great, but one in four people are reporting feeling completely burnt out. This is how you avoid that from happening. So see, when your work and your personal life become meshed into one and you're doing all the same things in all the same places, there's a lot of things that are happening psychologically that don't allow you to focus or be able to completely break away from work. That's one of the problems that people are running into. So I've been working from home for over eight years. I wasn't somebody who just started in the pandemic. And I recently wrote an ebook called The Work From Home Bible. And it has 10 different guidelines on things that you absolutely have to do if you want to be super efficient while working from home and reap all the benefits of working from home without ever feeling burnt out. These principles enabled me to be able to be a top performer at work doing my nine to five job. I actually ended up starting a side company and turning that into a six figure business. And I'm a dad of three and you know, you got to keep the wife happy too. If you want to get the ebook, it's free on my website. The link is down in the description below. And while you're at it, if you like this kind of stuff, be sure to like and subscribe. So behavioral psychologists talk all the time that if you want to change behavior, you need to change your space. What that does is allow us to compartmentalize our lives. Well, one of the biggest problems with working from home is the fact that it's really hard to compartmentalize. Normally, when you have to go and you have to drive somewhere to work physically, that allows you to compartmentalize work with your office. And then when you come home, it's the same thing. You're able to compartmentalize your home life with guess what? Being home. So when you bring the two together, you have to purposefully create a new system for compartmentalization from a mental perspective and a physical perspective. And here's a couple of different ways that you can do that. The first one is that you have to create your space. And I did an entire separate video on this. So if you want to see more details about my setup and the things I recommend, you can click on that. The link is below in the description as well but it doesn't matter if you're just working with your desk in a closet somewhere in the house, if you don't have a lot of space, or if you have an entire huge room that's completely dedicated to be your office. Whatever it is, you have to make sure that that spot stays separate for your work. Don't use it for anything else, only go there for work and you will start to train your brain and mentally be focused that when you sit down at this desk, in this chair, it's time to do work. And when you get up to leave, it's time to do other things. So the next thing is that you need a time buffer. And what I mean by that is, I used to make this mistake all the time whenever I would be on like a lunch break and I would be watching TV, or maybe I was folding laundry while doing something else and then I had to run to a call. And if I was on lunch and at 12.59, I knew I had a one o'clock call, well then I would switching off the TV, throwing the laundry away, and then I was running to my computer and I was hopping and logging on and then boom, one o'clock happens and I'm there. The problem was mentally, I was still way over here doing all my personal stuff and I was not really mentally or you know just prepared in any kind of fashion for my meeting I was having at one o'clock. So what I started to do was create a five minute time buffer of if transition basically going from anything I'm doing at the home into work. If you get there five minutes before, it just gives yourself a chance to calm, focus on the task at hand and be more prepared and present with whatever it is that you're doing. And the last thing that's really important for compartmentalization is decompression. So a lot of times if you were working in an office and now you're working from home, you probably used to have a drive home from work to where you would just call somebody up and talk to them. Maybe you would listen to some music or podcasts or audiobook and all on the way. And you know that 20 to 40, if you're in a big city, maybe it was an hour drive, even though traffic may not have been enjoyable, What it did is it gave you a chance to kind of let your stress levels get down uh you know kind of prepare for coming home and having to you know walk the dog take care of the kids get everybody fed whatever the case is that decompression time is really important so when you're already working from home, if you don't have to go anywhere right after work, uh, then I highly recommend being able to create some type of you know, routine, do some type of action, whether you just go for a quick 10-minute run, maybe it's cooking your dinner, um, or just getting down and reading a book uh, you know, <laughs> for a couple minutes. Whatever it is, you need to do something to allow your brain to rest before you switch and go into the rest of your day. So the next one is super important. You really need to do this, but a lot of people have initial resistance to it. But I'm telling you, it's the single biggest thing that you can do to help you focus in literally anything. And that is escape notification hell. You just have to turn off notifications. Everything on your phone, Slack, social media, especially social media, phone messages, whatever the case is, it doesn't matter. You need to make sure that nothing is popping up on your phone. There's a Netflix documentary about this and I've worked in tech, so I know exactly how these things work. And when they are measuring how much you actually pick up your phone on an everyday basis. And a lot of those notifications, they don't even come from things that you follow. Sometimes they do, but a lot of times it's just the app going, you know, they haven't been on our app a little while. We're gonna send a ping and try to get them back on. It's just pure distraction. It makes it impossible for you to focus and be efficient. So one of the most important things you can do is turn off notifications on your phone. Now, the number one excuse is, but Steven, what if an emergency comes up or what if somebody needs to get in touch with me? And it's really important. The only exception that I personally make for my notifications is my text messages. That's it. Now, you can also do a setting when you're doing this. If somebody calls you twice in a row within like five minutes, most phones will then let the phone ring if that happens. My wife knows that if she calls me three times in a row, it better be an emergency. Well, my phone will ring in that situation. The other reason that I'll allow text messages is I don't have them popping up regularly, but I can look down and see them if something important happens. And then if I don't wanna receive text messages during that time, I'll just turn on do not disturb, and then I don't get anything and I can really sit down and focus. So this next one might feel obvious, but one in three people don't do this throughout the day. And that is taking breaks. It's incredibly important and it's the best part of working from home. What we have found is that people feel compelled to be at their computers just in case somebody were to reach out to them. They don't want to be perceived as lazy. And it's a really big problem that's happening to where people just become very paranoid about wondering if their boss is thinking that they're working. If you're ever feeling this way, just have a conversation with your boss. But you need to be able to walk away and go do other things. If you were in the office, you probably walked away and you know went and got a snack or a drink or just stretch your legs. There's nothing wrong with that. So. If you're ever feeling that way and feeling that pressure, just remember, it's super important to take breaks. Not only will you be more efficient, it's scientifically proven across the board that just taking a five-minute break every half an hour or so will increase your productivity. Uh, So if if you're feeling like, oh, I just always need to sit here, it's bad for your health, it's bad for your mentality, and honestly, it's bad for your work. An extreme example of this is Elon Musk, who is the CEO of Tesla and a couple other billion dollar companies. And he has five to 10 minute meetings happening all the time throughout the day to run these things. The guy is arguably more robot than he is actually human, but he has actually studied his own efficiency. And he has found that if he doesn't get at least six hours of sleep through the night and take a couple breaks throughout the day, that his overall productivity decreases. So if that's not working for Elon Musk to work all throughout the day, guess what? it's not gonna work for you. So if you're not really sure how often you should take breaks, there's something called the Pomodoro effect. And that's something that's really cool. So what you can do is every 25 minutes, you set a timer and then whatever is the task that you need to tackle, you go at it hard for 25 minutes. And then at the end of that 25 minutes, you step away and you take a five minute break. That's it, just go do whatever you want, whatever you need to, you take a five minute break. After that, you come back and you do another 25 minutes. And then when you've done that four times in a row, so basically about every two hours, then you take a 15 to 30 minute break after you've done that. Studies have been shown that doing these kind of micro breaks throughout the day will actually help you to get more done instead of just working all the way through. Because you may feel like you're just working more and working harder, but it's just because you're having to exert more energy to do the exact same amount of things.